Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why did my f- facing Floyd Mayweather in the f- Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Hey, Matt. You ready to get some Treevenge on me for having you watch the 17-minute short Treevenge? Dude, so I know I texted you and it sounded like I wasn't a fan, but I've got I've got mixed feelings. I've got mixed feelings for Treevenge. Dude, we're in the heart of spooky season. Like, and we're recording in the heart of spooky season, and and I'm just ugh, it's flowing through my veins. I'm trying to keep the spooky spirit alive because you know what's coming right around the corner after spooky season, man. The the best season of the whole damn year. The best season of the whole damn year. But before we get there, before we chop down the trees, the trees chop us down. Yes. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Treevenge, man. So let me ask you real quick. Did you do any research on this after you watched it? Okay, so the only thing I did research on was the director, Jason Eisner. Damn it. Okay. Um, so I know a little bit about Jason Eisner and what he's doing now uh, with Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Apparently, which is amazing. Where you and I are self-proclaimed fans of wrestling. We love wrestling. Plus, I did. I I went back a little bit and saw that he directed a segment for ABC's of Death. I don't remember 
mm-hmm. his segment wise for Young Buck, and I also don't remember. Wait, I, I have I have vague memories of his segment in VHS two. Found footage is a really great starting place for here because the movie starts off with the music from Cannibal Holocaust as it pans yeah. past all these trees, giving you that very 70s exploitation feel setting up the thing. You missed one other thing in Jesse's IMDb um, credits. I know he did Hobo with a Shotgun. He did Hobo with a Shotgun, which was co-written by the same co-writer of Treevenge. Okay. They shot this and the original Hobo and the Shotgun short together and then collaborated on the feature length and then from that point i believe their partnership kind of splintered a little bit okay but going into this now yeah because when i saw it the first time it was when it was a brand new short that dropped in 2008 and no one really knew what the fuck it was yeah and i haven't watched it since now watching it through the eyes of this is the guy who did hobo with a shotgun Everything makes sense. Oh, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like the humor, the 70s throwback, the over-the-top gore to the point that like it's not even like even that gross or offensive because it's so cartoonish. Yeah. I think that for what it is for, for a 17-minute short, is it the greatest short film I've ever seen? No. Have I seen a million worse short films? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and honestly, this time in horror this like early 2010s late aughts like it, it's it's so weird to me what people were doing in yeah. horror like independent horror everybody kind of had their own thing like ty west had the slow burn right this guy's yeah. like fucking nuts like yeah. like i saw um apparently he was an executive producer on turbo kid and i love turbo kid and i'm like Everything he's done makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, never seen Hobo with a Shotgun. Hobo with a Shotgun is basically similar to this short for about an hour and a half. Like, think of Mad Max Fury Road meets They Live. Ooh, okay. So, like, for better or for worse, I feel like in recent years in genre film, we've forgotten how to have fun. Yeah. Where I feel like with Hobo Hobo with a Shotgun and... Rubber, like the killer tire movie, yeah. and teeth, like all that stuff came out around the same like era, and it was like, you know what, we're just gonna make some bonkers ass shit, and you know what actually reminds me of it, if not as bonkers, but what James Wan just did with Malignant, where he's like, mm-hmm. you know what, fuck it, we're gonna make a goofy ass movie, and some people are gonna like it, some people are gonna hate it, but you know what, we're gonna have fun. And to yeah. me, I thought Malignant was fun. I still have to see it. You know what this reminded me of? And actually, I guess this came out before this. On YouTube, there's a every 90s TV commercial ever. Yes. And it's a parody on the Capri Sun. Do, do we yeah. know? Is he involved in that? Because that really reminded me of this. Well, I think what they all stem from, uh, the, the, the gore-covered elephant in the room that we haven't really addressed is like, at their core... I don't know, Jesse, yeah. but I'm pretty confident this man was a big fan of trauma, right? Like, yeah, this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is that trauma aesthetic. Jason, Jason Eisenberg. Jason, sorry, I said Jason. I'm thinking of Jesse. You're thinking of Jesse <laughs> Eisenberg because yeah. right now, in the midst of us recording, we're we're at the the big Facebook down. Yeah, of it's 2021. It's crumbled. You know, like trying to figure out something that was like horror esque, and then like, I was just like, what was that? 
killer tree short that I watched yeah. years ago. And I had to do some go- Googling to remember its name. But yeah, so for those of you, there's a good chance you've never heard of Treevenge. You can find it on YouTube uh, in a terrible quality. I think you can also find it on Vimeo for a slightly better quality, a little bit more HD. But it's basically a 70s throwback style movie about trees who are being slaughtered slaughtered by getting cut down for Christmas time, who all become sentient and get their vengeance on the humanity that is constantly chopping them down. And what I think I love so much, and I've talked about the movie Freaked a million times. It's one of my absolute favorite movies. For sure. And and I think what makes me love Freaked is the same thing that makes me love Troma and a lot of the others, like the, the kids in the hall, Mr. Show, the state, like abstract sketch comedy, is characters who are overactingly angry about nonsense. Yeah. So when these trees... I mean, first of all, when the lumberjacks show up, it's already ridiculous because so, it's like a war movie. I like, love – so first of all, we touched on it a little bit. I love the 70s opening. I always yeah. love that. Like it's like Legend of Boggy Creek. Like I mean that's the yeah. type of shit you're getting in the beginning with the font, the Treevenge font and Cannibal Holocaust playing. And then, yeah, all of a sudden these lumberjacks – Come into the woods, and it's not like, all right, we're gonna go chop some cheese for Christmas. They're like, let's take these motherfuckers down. <laughs> and like they're like, rant, like running through the forest, brutally chopping down trees. <laughs> and the best part is, is like the trees are shaking and speaking in their own tree language, very much <laughs> like the language is like very reminiscent of like The Sims. Or oh, I was going to say the Killer Tomatoes. It oh, the Killer Tomatoes. It reminds me of the way yeah, the Killer Tomatoes talk. They're just yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> and you but, like, feel so bad for the trees. Well, like, the I captains, never thought. My favorite, my favorite is when the two trees get Grab tangled, each other? Yeah. And it's like, grab my branches, hold on. And, like, <laughs> the only thing that disappoints me about the tree noises, if they had a little bit extra money hiring Trey Parker to just do the voices of all the trees in that like <laughs> voice that he can do so well, which is like, please mother. No, <laughs> but like, it's heartbreaking. Like, you're just like, Oh my God, these trees, they stomp on a baby tree that's yeah. coming out of the ground, which comes up later. In yes, the movie. it does. Yes, it does. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come, and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either... Angels of Mercy or Whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why did my f- facing Floyd Mayweather in the f- 
What? My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. And they, but they pile them together. They're not even taking the trees with them. Like a truck does take the trees with them. But like at one point, these rednecks are just piling the trees on top of one another and just setting them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like a tree massacre. Then the trees show up at like the used car parking lot that is yeah. now like where you can buy your trees. And just like right out the gate, the guy's just like, what are we gonna do with you? (laughs) And he like throws the one tree at a guy because it's puny and he's like, he throws the tree down. He's like, you motherfucker! (laughs) Like, they're just, everyone is so overly aggressive and angry as they're like pruning the trees. Yeah. And then, as you refer to him, not Joel McHale shows up with his family and not Joel McHale so here's here's the connection with him. I I have never watched a single second of Trailer Park Boys. Me neither. So I can't speak upon this. Apparently he's one of the leads in Trailer Park Boys, really? which is something else that the writers of this show went on to be like co-producers of cuz I think Canada has about 25 filmmakers in it. So. <laughs> in all honesty, um I can't fucking stand Trailer Park Boys. I have I like I've said I've never watched a single second of it. I've never thought that anything that I saw about it was funny, and the people who love Trailer Park Boys annoy me. Yeah. But the downside of that was that I hated people who love Trailer Park Boys so much that I put off watching Letterkenny for a really long time, yeah. and Letterkenny is a fucking masterpiece Dude, of the show. Dude, fucking... It's the same thing here, man. <laughs> so I put off watching Letterkenny because the same people that watched Trailer Park Boys were like, hey, check out Letterkenny, and I fucking can't stand the people that watch that show. <laughs> and so I just didn't watch Letterkenny at all. I, like, refused to watch it, but... Holy shit, I sat down and fuck, that show is amazing. So it's please, so charming. Please watch Letter Kenny after October. They gotta have a Christmas episode. Oh, right? I, I they've mean, got to. And apparently, this guy, not Joel McHale, is in Letter Kenny, but he also made an appearance in Degrassi. So, your theory of, <laughs> of there only being 25 filmmakers in Canada <laughs> kind of holds up. But yeah, so not Joel McHale from Trailer Park Boys, Letter Kenny, and Degrassi fame. Who's actually like the only normal nice person in the yeah. short, but he's like over the top nice. Like it's there's no normal in this. No, he gets the tree and they're all excited. But like the tree, like even as they're decorating it and they're tre- treating this tree with respect, the tree's just like, I need to find a way to get back to my friends. Yeah, <laughs> like and like the so, horror music's playing as they're like yeah. decorating the tree, like a scary version of I think it's old Christmas tree. Like it's a scary version Maybe. of it. Maybe. And then rocking around the Christmas tree comes. That's on what later it is. On. That's what yeah. it is. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. But yeah, so then like the next morning, man, you know, things are getting you know that it's not going to end well, no. right? Like you're watching it. You're like, I know this game. But even as someone who vaguely remembered it, yeah. I think I forgot how much mayhem yeah. is the last but like even, five so, minutes so, of the short. So back to them decorating the tree because we get a montage of a bunch of different families with their trees. And so the main family's decorating the tree. There's a couple having sex next to the tree or attempting to have sex next to a tree, but a guy keeps getting a Charlie horse and he gets a Charlie horse like 
for t 12 hours. We also, sorry, we go to a guy who's um, lubing up the bottom of a tree to foreshadowing that he's going to fuck that tree. Man. And then everyone goes to bed and we wake up the next morning. <laughs> and um, we kind of get right into it. The kids are opening gifts. And, I mean, all of a sudden the tree just fucking rips the daughter back. And just <laughs> absolutely mutilates her. Mutilates her, shakes its head so that the star comes flying out into yep. the dad's throat. Yep. And, and then I... Cutting back to the couple with the Charlie oh horse. Oh my god, so good. She she's like, Don't you want to open presents? Go ahead. Like, no, nah, baby, it's Christmas. I just wanna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let me say I watched this during my planning period at the school today. <laughs> so it's like turned real down low and I'm watching it as I'm like grading stuff and it's up in the top left hand corner and I'm like, oh Jesus, I Oh my God! What the fuck is <laughs> happening? Well, and then uh, all I wrote down was the kiss. Yeah. Um, in which this is the this is the moment as it was happening. I'm like, oh, I remember this now. So this couple that's been struggling to have sex, we get a close up yep. of the woman's eye slowly pulsating out of yes, her head, and it's. Intruding. I mean, again, this is trauma level yeah. shitty looking like effects. The eyeball falls out and a tree branch starts to come out of it and goes across and goes through his eye and then comes out of his mouth and then just like slowly pulls their mouths together for what in silhouette looks like a very tender kiss. Yeah. And then it's just we jump outside and it is just the craziest shit you can imagine. The one tree is fucking a dude in yep. the snowbank. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it is just insane this... and it, it it's so crazy and then it ends just how it began yep with a baby getting stomped By and the, the cannibal trees. holocaust music yep. playing as the trees um, are walking away yeah dragging their people behind them uh it's it's a wild short it but really it's is. you know as i've done some film festivals fantastic fest is great about this where they will play a short film right before another movie that's like of a similar vibe and tone. Yeah. And some of those, some of those like shorts, the reaction of the crowd watching it is like the best thing in the world. This is, this is a crowd pleaser short. Oh, 100%. like this is like you're having, if you're having a horror themed Christmas get together and you want like a good intermission between a double feature Treevenge is the perfect film. Yeah. Because A, it'll keep people's attention, but B, if people all go to the bathroom in the first half, they come down for like the chaos that is the second half. Yeah. And they're going to be so confused. For <laughs> like, sure. For sure. This struck me as something that if I would have seen it when it first came out in like 2000, I guess 2008 is when you said it yeah. originally came out, this would be something that I would watch every single year. Oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. And I year. think, you know, we've talked about how, like, I don't like nihilistic horror mixed in with my Christmas. Yeah. But I think this, it's like, you can't take this serious for one no, fucking there's second. No, there's enough bonkers <laughs> shit. We've talked about that a little bit, especially yeah. when we got into Black Xmas, how bonkers that movie is. Like, it, yeah. it fits. It, it, it goes back all the way around to being goofy. 
Yeah, and don't that's give what me. I love. Don't give me your moody A twenty four Christmas harmony. No, no, like, no, no, I no, no, don't, no. Like can't I? That's not. I can't deal with that. I don't like, like kid gets away with it all. Like after being a yeah. fucking brat and killing people the entire movie, but I'll take a Christmas tree stomping the head of a baby because <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like that's insane. Yeah. That's amazing. That got a huge pop for sure when I watched oh, it. Oh, for sure. I'm like, what? And, and and they know, like, it's like they knew that they couldn't go up from there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, it's like sure. they end that, and they're like, all right, let's just have the trees walk off, and we'll fade out. Like, yeah, this we've said all we can say with Treevenge. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess another Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Merry Christmas Ween? Or- yeah, m- yeah, sure. Merry Christmas Ween. There we go. Whoa, oh, whoa. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not what <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why did my f- facing Floyd Mayweather in the f- Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.